What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 2023, the first podcast of the year. Wow. The Wake Before the Day. Wow. We're here with you at our kitchen table. Wow, we have a ravenous 10-month-old walking around everywhere trying to pull our microphones down. I know. And another child that we are currently potty training. So if yeah. you hear a horn a timer alarm, or a timer in the background, it's because or it's a time shriek to go potty. or a shrill or I yeah. Know. yeah, we got, got M and M's galore right now. The Everybody has different of, strategies. The of ice cream. That is our strategy. Okay, so if you go number two in the potty. I'll give you whatever you want. One PP, one M and M. You want? <laughs> My <all> goodness. <laughs> <laughs> really, really high. Uh, good moral parenting. And it, when it comes to potty training, you guys, I just want to bless you and <laughs> and whatever you're doing. Um, you got it. Because mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, you got to have the right mentality and the right hot par- heart posture for yeah. that, too. So M&M's, French fries, we've kind of done a lot of Yeah, things. well, here's the thing. Quinn's on board, so we're just jumping with her. So yeah. she's all about it right now, so we're all about that, too. But you guys, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. We, we're just glad to be with you. Yeah, and what? thanks for being patient. We were yeah. originally scheduled to come back last week, January 4th. Uh, Wednesday. Um, for those of you who are like out of state or not in the area or not connected to Emmanuel, because mm-hmm. I know we have a number of listeners out of the area, our, our grandma actually passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's kind of the matriarch of the family and kind of the Emmanuel community for a number of years. And she was 90 years old and went on to be with the Lord. And it was a really good thing, a sad thing. But the funeral was last Wednesday. And that's why we didn't have the podcast. And now here we are. Here we are. It's a new era. And I couldn't have picked a better chapter to jump into. Oh, really? Romans 11. <laughs> okay. What on earth is Paul talking about here? I don't know. Break it down for us, Claire. So really, what he's talking about is God originally came to the Jewish people, like through Abraham, yep. and Isaac, Way and back. Jacob, yeah. the Hebrew people. And he called them uh, to be his people through the Old Testament law. Eventually, when Jesus was born, he came from the Jewish line. Mm-hmm. He was born of the Virgin Mary, came from the tribe of Judah, Judah. Uh, born in Bethlehem to fulfill all these prophecies, a mm-hmm. descendant of David. And when Jesus goes out, you'll notice it's the begin- beginning of the Gospels. When he initially sends out the 12, and eventually then the 70 to 72, he sends them to the Jewish communities because he wants the Jewish communities to know, like, hey, God's people, mm-hmm. you've waited for hundreds and hundreds of years. You've been enslaved. You've been mistreated. This has been a terrible mm-hmm. experience for many of you for years to come. The Messiah's here. I'm here. I- mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, I'm God. And what happens is a number of them reject him. They go, no, God is supposed to come overthrow Rome. You know, you're not passing right. the eye test, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so God said, okay, like this is how this relationship is going to work now. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be based upon faith and who Jesus is and what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And the, for the number of Jews who disobeyed God and did not believe, um, the imagery Paul uses here is these branches from this beautiful tree from the family of God have been broken off because they don't believe. Mm -hmm. And in God's kindness, he's allowed this message of truth to be made known to the entire world. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're a man or a boy or a woman or a little girl, or you were born in Africa or Mexico or Mm -hmm. anywhere. If you profess Jesus is Lord and you repent of your sin, ooh, we got a bogey coming in hot. Hi, with a smile on her face too. <laughs> no. Then you can Keep join. Going. You can join this this the 
family of God. You can join this tree. You can be grafted in. And so that's the language Paul is using here. And there's a mixture of God's sovereignty, like he's had a plan. He knows what he's doing. He's in control. And yet still our responsibility. Wow, this girl is going for that mic. Can you hear her heavy breathing by the mic? She's got daggers for teeth now. Don't let her bite that that foam. She'll get a chunk of it. Hi. So anyways, that's those are kind of the that's the overarching view here. Mm-hmm. Um and if it, I want to read verses specifically yeah, please when do. it comes to like verse like three, four, five, six, Abraham is talking then through Elijah the prophet, and they're saying, God, like our people don't believe in you. Verse three it says, Lord, they killed the Jewish people killed your prophets. Wow, I need to take a picture of this. <laughs> No, you can't get her off. They killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and they're trying to kill me. Just grab her hands. I'll grab the microphone. Oh, stay tuned for the Instagram post of our child mauling the microphone. Okay, got it. She released. All right, we got it. And anyways, the people are trying to kill God's prophet. In verse 4, what was God's answer to him? He said, I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too at the present time, there's a a remnant chosen by grace. Mm -hmm. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly, they did not obtain. The elect among them did. But the others were hardened as it was written. And then he talks about how God... You know, has basically told them, here are the consequences for unbelief, and here's the unfolding of my plan. So there's a mixed bag of, hey, God has a plan, and yet we're held responsible for our decisions and our unbelief, and yet God's navigating and working in between these things. So for me, I guess, again, before I get to like the engrafted branches part, I'm yeah. just like, thank God that he made room for us, because right. you and I have zero Jewish mm-hmm. heritage, and we are 100% Gentile. right. So if he wasn't kind and merciful, we would not be here right now. Mm-hmm. I think too, sometimes the language of that, like that they were, you know, that they had were, there was the remnant and then there were those that were not part of the remnant. Sometimes it like, it's like, I don't really want to hear that. Like that, that there weren't people, you know, who were, were under the umbrella of grace at this time. But I think we like don't fully understand like God's grace in that and like what that sounds like, because it's, a completely holy God that we're talking about here, like Clark's been talking about in Daniel. And <clears throat> so it's hard for us to understand like the mystery of the plan and his sovereignty. But if as you keep going in the chapter, he's saying like the picture of the, the branches and he's saying, I grafted in these unnatural branches. So I still can graft back in people who mm-hmm. are from the natural plant. And so if... So the metaphor there is saying just because you've walked away, like he said earlier in the chapter two, or just because that doesn't mean that you're long gone. You can't come back. Exactly. Luke 15, the prodigal son returning. Exactly. And so I think there's just kind of like um, our finiteness that shows in a chapter like this with like, I don't get it because really we shouldn't be included. Like you said, with where like, you know, Paul's talking to like Gentiles and that's us. Um, but then these people who have been like friends of God for centuries, um, we, yeah. And they protected the scripture. Yes. We we rag on the Pharisees and the Sadducees and rightfully so often, even though we, we do have a lot in common with them, they protected the old Testament scriptures for us Mm -hmm. and we would not have what we have today if it weren't for the way God used 
the, the Jewish people at that time. So I think that is the way that you said it, the, the way God used, like, cause yeah. it ultimately, like that's how the chapter ends and which I find great peace into that ultimately, like we rest in the truth that God is God yeah, and, and that he's good. And so, but I, I do want to hone in on the picture of the branches. Yeah. I feel like that's a really, Ver- really verse great 17, image. I think is where it yeah. kind of talks about the branches. It says, if some of the branches had been broken off, and so you, though a wild offshoot, had been grafted in among others, now share in the nourishing sap from the olive root. Do not consider yourself mm-hmm. to be superior to those other branches. If you do consider this, you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Yeah. You'll say then branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in, granted, but they were broken off because of unbelief. And you stand by faith. Don't be arrogant, but, be, but tremble. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he would not spare you either. Are those the, the, the right. pictures you kind of had in mind? Yeah, so maybe flesh that out. So when I have in, in my mind right now, I've said this before in sermons, I picture my friend Michael Lewis. He was the, um, d- the director of our technology department and worship arts for a while. And he's moved on to another job, but he comes from Jewish background. And then on stage, I see myself. And I see, like, I've got my, my Dutch background, which is kind of the foundations of our church. Um, there's, a, there's a part of it that are still the Dutch background today. But then I have my friend Niasia Livingston, who is our choir director and is in charge of young adults with me and the team as well. And she has African-American background. And then you have Pastor Johnny, who's from Mexico. And then you have Kyla Apostle, who comes from the Philippines. And you're like, look at what God has done just within our own community. Pastor Naveen with the Nepalese church, Pastor Richard with the Spanish-speaking congregation, Pastor Ken with the English in Spanish, if he's listening. It's like you can literally see what heaven is looking like right before us only because of these branches being grafted in. And I just celebrate our local church looks like our community, and we are blessed enough to get a glimpse of what heaven is to look like because of what Christ did with these branches and that Mm -hmm. he's going to bring us in. Uh, You know, that's so true. Amen. And what was really resonating with me was, I think it's verse 18, do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you remember, it is not you who support the root, but the root supports you. And so I like some of the other adaptations and translations use the word um, that the branches were cut off, that they were dead wood. Um, And then the branches were grafted in to the living root. And I love the pictures of that. Because if you're any, if you like worked on a farm, if you have any kind of gardening understanding or anything like that, you know that what is best sometimes is to cut off the dead or to cut off the, like, um, to prune the branch. Like literally there's so much, um, in growth that happens in the winter season if you prune it back. So there's that picture, but then otherwise to the health of the plant, sometimes we got to prune for the health of the plant. And so I, I appreciate the images there. And because of the the specific language, living root, I don't know if you and I have ever felt like that. I'm, I'm thinking of John when Jesus says that, you know, he is, that we're the branches, that he's a true vine. Yeah. And just the, a deep understanding of that, that you are not your own. Okay. Wow. Hold on. I'm not sure okay. what's going on right now. For. <laughs> First podcast back, and it's a wild one, Sorry you guys. About that. That's that's hilarious. Anyway, so lots of different ways that I feel like this image is really just resonating, and the Lord's using it. But that picture of the living root, and it's like 
that's we we got to cling and stay connected to the living root you know we don't want this this idea of the dead wood um and you go back to what's been included in that root even through the genealogy of jesus yeah i was thinking about like who is in jesus family and already back in the old testament you can see different uh, branches being grafted coming in in. think about some of the prostitutes that were included yep think about ruth who is the moabitess and it was Jesus' great, 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 great grandma. The mm-hmm. Moabitess people came from incest earlier in the book right. of Genesis. You're like, right? What? This is this is sad and messy, Lord. And that's a picture of reality. That's mm-hmm. a picture of life. And God is saying, "I've come to redeem everyone that will repent of their sins and believe in me." Right. That's why it's that it is sad and messy, but it's also uh, the root that grows hope, because yeah. that's you know that's us, like you said. Okay, Claire. Clark, what um, Bobby where do you want to go from here? Bobby's nickname <laughs> for me, just so you know, is Claire. Because I haven't when, said that on the podcast when, before, have I? I? I don't know if you have. I'm explaining it. Sorry. When I was like in middle school, sixth grade, we have substitute <laughs> teachers come. <laughs> oh, my goodness. teacher would write my name really fast, K-L-A-R-C, but they'd make this C look like an E, and the substitute would be looking at me really awkwardly and go, Claire Corver. I'm like, it's a C, not an E, and everybody would laugh at me and give me a hard time. So <laughs> Bobby calls me Claire. <laughs> Often, you know, some people say babe, and some people, hey, you know, hey, those and I just Bobby calls me Claire and preferred. I call her Bob. Well, <laughs> switcheroo here. All right, anyways, okay. one last thought for me though. Tell me, is if you are studying Romans, yep, and really a lot of Paul's writings, mm-hmm. some people might want to question who is this Israel that Paul's writing about, okay. And there are times that Israel is used to describe what we now call the church. That's Jew mm-hmm. and Gentile. It's people blended together. And you get that, especially in the book of Galatians. Like Galatians chapter 6, he refers to the Israel of God. And in that book, he's talking about how we're all children of the promise now and how mm-hmm. in other of his writings too, like there's no slave or free man. There is no Jew or Gentile, Greek or whatever, right. man or woman. He's like, we're all belonging to the family of God. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm where you're from, how rich or poor you are, what your ethnicity is, we're all part of the family of God. However, there are other times, like in this instance, where Jesus or Paul is specifically talking about Jewish people. We're not sure what this is going to look like. We don't know, you know, what mm-hmm. Jewish remnant or what now we call messianic Jews because there are Jewish people who do not profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Um, mm. What that means and when this is going to happen and how God's going to bring these people to himself and it's not really for us to figure out, but just in case you're wondering, there are times in Paul's writing where he's talking about Israel as the church and Israel being the Jewish people. And so I just wanted to throw that tidbit out there in case yeah. you're confused reading this. That's helpful. Yep. I mean, I'm just going to end with the end of the chapter. That's a, another thing that was really ministering to me. Do you have anything else before that? Are we signing off? I'm signing off. <laughs> before that, well, Minion comes back. I know. To we got we to gotta, we gotta end this before... Before Cruz gets us. Okay, you guys. So receive this. This is Romans chapter 11, verses 33, 34, 35, and 36. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable are his ways. For who has known the mind of God or who has been his counselor or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I know. Okay, you guys. Um, 
It's Wednesday, mm-hmm. and there's prayer tonight at church. We would love for you just to come and encounter God. Um, yeah. It's a peaceful time. Like Clark said uh, earlier on, it's just, you know, a lot happens in our lives. And the Lord um, just desires for us to know him and know that he's with us. Yep. So when Wednesday um, is a good day, middle of yeah. the week, to help us recalibrate and focus on the Lord. Come for five minutes, come for 50 yeah, minutes, boy. get paid for Get get paid. Okay, come <laughs> prayer. Oh my okay, goodness, yeah. we gotta end this. God bless money. you guys, and we will see you Wednesday night prayer. Bye bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give Him His peace. Have a great day.